Good morning. Thank you for participating in another episode of Device Daughter. I'd like to introduce to you my mentor, a wonderful, wonderful man, Mr. Ben Levenbaum, CEO of Acceleration Inc. Ben, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us some more about you? Absolutely. Thank you, Iman. Uh, yes, my name is Ben Levenbaum. I'm the CEO of Acceleration. We are a rewards and recognition company. We work with a lot of uh, clients in the U.S. and internationally to run programs for their employees, their, uh, their distribution partners, their customers, all around driving performance and engagement through different sales incentives and recognition programs. And uh, I've known Amon for a few years now and very excited to be here today. So thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Thank you for participating in this. I know that you're a very, very busy man. So let's just jump right into it so we won't take up a lot of your time, okay? Sure. So uh, I'm going to start off real quick then with something as an icebreaker, if you don't mind. So can you tell us about your first business etiquette experience and the results? Yeah, the first interaction I had where I realized the importance of business etiquette in the in the business world, I was I was working at MCI Telecommunications. I had applied for a, a new job internally, went for an interview, thought I had a great interview. At the end of the interview, I stood up, I, I shook the woman's hand who I was speaking with, I looked her in the eye and I said, I really want this job, I think I'm right for the opportunity, and I really look forward to you know hearing back from you on next steps. And went back to my office and a week went by and I hadn't heard anything told them I was interested and she said yeah but you didn't you didn't follow up you didn't write an email you didn't send a thank you note that's really the way things are done here that's really the way you know business I mean she didn't use the term business etiquette but that's kind of what I took from it you know just the, the understanding that, that there's more to the process than than just saying things you really have to follow through and follow up and and that just always stuck in my head as and even as I interview people today, I always wait to see if that thank you note comes. It's really important to me. Uh, it really made an impression. Exactly. Well, that was that was a, a pretty good story. Sorry you didn't get the job. I did get the job. You did get the job. I did get the job. In fact, it was <laughs> I did because I wrote a I wrote a follow up note that day, <laughs> and I got back on the list. And it was actually the job that launched my entire career because it was the job in the incentives department for MCI, which literally led me to my career, three years in that department, and then I left and started Acceleration to do the same thing as a, an individual agency. So yeah, if I had not followed up, I might not have gotten that job. And I mean, who knows, our company might not have even existed today. So it, that's another reason why it really stuck in my head. Yeah, congratulations. And we're so glad that you um, that you followed up, you got the job, and, and so proud of you for um, what you're doing. It's a wonderful company. It really is. So thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to go right on into how does your company deal with business etiquette? Like, is it something that's mandatory for you? Is that something that you all are looking for, managers? I think you all have another term for your human resources, but it's human resources nonetheless. We call it employee experience, but yeah, right. that's, that's the that's the basic function of that group. And 
Yeah, you know, again, I don't think we use the term specifically business etiquette, but a lot of what you, know, you and I have talked about over the last few months about the importance of your organization and the programs you're looking to run, call them our care behaviors. And each of those letters stands for something. So it's collaborative, adaptable, respectful, and efficient. And a lot of what goes into each of those behaviors, we've identified how each employee can identify those behaviors in their day-to-day -day work. And it has a lot to do with business etiquette, you know, collaborating with your coworkers, being a good communicator, being a good listener, adapting to challenges, you know, everything in business doesn't doesn't go the way you think it is. You know, people get up in the morning and they think they're gonna do, it happens to me all the time. I'm excited, I'm gonna work on this project. And at the end of the day, I, I didn't even look at that project, you know? And so it, you just, you have to go with the flow and yeah. and it's unfortunately life and work is stressful and everything we're dealing with, you know, right now with the pandemic is, I think is is making the importance of a lot of these behaviors even, you have to listen to your coworkers. You have to show up on time. And, you know, so that's kind of, I think if, if you get employees, certainly if you get prospects that you're hiring, back to your initial question, HR, employee experience is, is looking to bring on, you know, new candidates, you know, you look for people that have good communication skills and we spend a lot of time, our hiring process is very detailed in, in trying to find the right culture fits and, and you know a lot of our culture is based in these behaviors so again we don't use the term and, and maybe many companies might not use that term but it's exactly what we do or what we think about um, as we're looking to you know grow our team and that's you know what that's what i've been saying on the other podcast like when you get hired on with companies they immediately give you a handbook right mm -hmm. And in the handbook, it says everything that they're looking for, everything that they expect from you. However, they don't name it business etiquette. Right. But that's exactly what it is, right? Mm -hmm. They're talking about the timeliness. They are, just like you just mentioned. The communication skills, uh, written and oral. And a lot of people we know put on their application that they have these skills. They have communication skills, but if you're not really looking in that interview process, do you know they have them or not? Right. No. So that's that's a thing to culture in your workplace, in your company, because that's a major, major thing right now. I think that's lacking too. So have you noticed etiquette lacking with, with some of your, your employees? I and mean, everybody's not doing everything right. Follow-up emails or even emails or whatever. But are you really noticing? We have little things that happen and you know you have to turn your expense reports in on time. If you don't do it, somebody in our finance team has to send you an email. Please do this on time. <laughs> and you know, that happens every once in a while, but if you make that person send that email every month and then they have to send a follow-up email, that's their job. You're taking up their time. Exactly. You know? And so I think, you know, you'll see little things like that. Um, I think that happen in every company, right? We're all busy. I see it a lot with, with our clients and our vendors. I think people do spend more time trying to, you know, bond as a company and communicate well internally, but unfortunately they they don't treat their vendors as well. End up in situations where you, you know, aren't getting communicated from your vendors on time or clients aren't showing up for calls when they schedule them. And you know, they're the customer, right? So 
they're always right and you know you have to say okay fine and you'll set up a, a follow-up meeting but you know to me that's that's business etiquette right we're all busy you have to be respectful and and certainly you know we all do it right we're all late for calls at some point i do it but there's a way to follow up and say i'm really sorry that won't happen again <laughs> you know right. or can we reschedule but even when doing that that should be done in a timely manner you know not five minutes before we're supposed to meet it's time consuming it takes away from something else that you could be doing right for the company yep yeah so like you know and, and you get situations where someone says hey, I can have that back to you on Tuesday. And Tuesday comes, and again, we're all busy. Maybe they didn't get to it, but if they're not gonna get to it, you should get an email that says, I didn't get to it. I know you're waiting on it. I can get it to you on Thursday, right? It drives me crazy on Wednesday morning to have to send an email like, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Did and, you when get am it I gonna, and when am I gonna get it, you know, because it's because um, maybe I was counting on that. Maybe I have something else that I committed to based on receiving that information. Exactly. So, you know, to me, that's just another example of, you know, business etiquette. And a lot of it has to do with communications. You know, when you make a mistake, when you get delayed, you just people want to know. They want to know. They just want the facts. They don't yeah. want it to be sugarcoated. They, they just, you get so much more by telling people the truth. Yeah. That is very, very true. And, and it's unprofessional. So I get that. Yeah. And it's going on a lot. Do you think your company culture impacts business etiquette? You know, I'd like to think so. I mean, we're a recognition company, right? So we, we that's what we do. We work with large organizations, you know, to help them recognize good behaviors, positive behaviors, behaviors in their employees that reflect their their company values and and reward them for those. And so, you know, I think our culture of recognition does impact how we treat business etiquette. You know, people want to do a good job. They do follow up and then they get recognized for it. Part of recognition is, you know, making sure that people understand when you think something they did was positive so that they do it again you know, the kind of the science of what we do, you know, behavior, you want the good behaviors to be repeated. So, some business etiquette, you would think it's just, you know, everyone should do it, right? It's, right. It should be, should be like, you know, putting on your pants in the morning, right? You have to do right. certain things, but it's not always like that, you know? And so, you know, having recognition and a, and a way to call out those, those behaviors that are, that, you know, thanks for getting me this, getting me this on Tuesday, like you said, that was awesome. It let me keep my project on time you know right. and when you reward things for that or you know behaviors like that then yeah i think it really impacts your culture and you know that that's like a like a child that does something good reward them because if they do something bad you know the consequences so what's the difference you know right it makes them want to do even better Right. So she was really, or mom was really excited about this, or, you know, she told me she was proud of me, something like that. So it's the same thing. I know we're, we're dealing with adults and companies, but it's the same premise, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I like that, Ben. I think that's very good, and it keeps the um, employees engaged, doing what, what they should be doing, of course, but even more so doing it pleasantly, right? Mm -hmm. That sounds good. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
So I think we've, we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but it's a specific question. What do you look for in an applicant? Just looking for business etiquette signs? Are you just looking at their skill set? Are you just looking at the degree that they have, you know, to show that they're teachable? Or is that something that you, it's a combination of, of all of these things? Or what are you looking for? Yeah, I mean, I do think it's a combination. I mean, obviously, you know, any job that you're hiring for, you know, there's a specific skill set that you're looking to fill, right? And some of those skill sets are more defined than others, right? If you're hiring somebody in finance, they need to have a some sort of experience, you know, working, balancing books or doing journal entries or, or what be it. But I think it's a combination of skill set. I think it's really culture fit is a big thing we look at. You know, do we feel that this individual is gonna be a good fit in our company? You know, are they a good communicator throughout the process? It's the same, right? Do you, are they listening when you're talking? Can they, you know, quote unquote, read the room, right? Are they, you know, some people just talk, right? And they just, they have something they want to say. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, they're going to say what they want to say, no matter which direction your conversation went. And so, you know, I think we really look, I look when I'm interviewing someone, I really look for someone who's engaging in the conversation you know the conversation goes where where it goes and, and they're flexible to do that because you know we we have a a company of 65 full-time employees in, in the u.s and, and others you know internationally but we're, we're not the kind of company where everybody has one role on an assembly line right it's right. nobody's job just to put the cap on the milk and wait for the next thing to come and then put the cap on that milk i mean you have to be flexible Right, you have to be agile and to do that, you know, that's uncomfortable for some people and it takes communication, it takes teamwork, it, it takes a lot of business etiquette to be successful, to know when to ask for help, to, we give a lot of ability, do some work themselves and see how they can, how far they can progress. But when they get stuck, they got to ask for help. Yeah. You know, it's, it's damaging if you think someone is being successful they're not asking for help they come back three weeks later and you look at what they did and they've just been spinning their wheels you know for weeks and you're yeah. like why did you ask for help so i think you, you try your best in an interview situation to get an understanding for how this individual is going to fit within your company how they value communications how they value business etiquette um, I really do think through your program, it would be wonderful to see if we can find some ways to help candidates who are going to go on future interviews to be able to point those things out, to say, here's what working for your company means. Here's what I've learned in some of my business etiquette classes. Here's how I practice that, you know, um, and, and help them get the job, right? Because I get that feeling from someone. To me, I'm like, okay, he or she is going to be a good culture fit. Check that box, right? Move on to the next, right? You know, on a skill set level. Yeah, I think it's it it definitely fits into the interview process. That's good to know. I mean, that's good information, and this is coming from one of the world's leading industry owners, right? Ben, when did you start your company? At what age? Well, it was. 21 years ago, so I was seven years old. No, I, <laughs> I was 27. I was 27. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's 
that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't really, I mean, I knew a lot about um, running incentive programs from my time at MCI. I, I didn't know much about running a business, so it was really learning by fire. You know, you just kind of dive into it. And you make some good decisions, you make some bad decisions, you learn from your mistakes, and you know, you gotta be super resilient. Yeah. You really have to be super resilient because you, you can't get too high, you can't get too low, which is another thing, you know, as, as we're talking about, I mean, you, but they're really impactful on your coworkers, right? You, who wants to deal with the manager who's always screaming at everyone because he or she is upset and it's really their own problem. They can't control their emotions. Yeah. They have bad business etiquette. <laughs> as a CEO, I like to think that, you know, I could walk down the hall and walk past one office and somebody would say, hey, we just got a new account. And I'd say, that's great, and keep walking. And then walk to the next office and some, someone says, hey, you know, this really key employee is, you know, decided to go back to school and they're leaving, you know? And you just say, okay, we'll deal with that. And you just keep walking. Like, you just have to like, keep going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, not that you ignore those, you know, you want to celebrate the successes and you have to deal with the challenges, but you, you gotta kind of, you gotta kind of stay on a straight road. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense, and, it, and it's a good feeling. Like, you don't have to do everything. You, you're the CEO. So you've got a lot of people that you trust in there, um, educated and uh, experienced people that you trust to make decisions for you, and everything doesn't have to come through you, right? So that means you're, you're, you're giving them space, and it's the only time you really hear anything is when something just ain't right, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I like that part too. That's, that's well, part of being a business owner. I do, but you know that, you know, to, to delegate and to trust your employees, it's always a two-way street, right? People are gonna be successful. They're gonna make mistakes, which, you know, from my perspective, I wanna hear about the successes so I can celebrate those with them. I wanna hear about the mistakes from them I don't want to hear about it from a client who calls me. Yeah. You know, I don't want to hear about it from my internal finance team when he he shows me my end of year end of month budget and look at the budget and go what what happened here. And so that's again back to what we're talking about. You know that that sort of um, trust is earned. It's earned by professionals who you know respect their job, respect their company, and kind of respect the culture that. You know, they're getting the ability to make decisions, they're getting the ability to grow in their careers, but part of that is communicating. So yeah, you know, it's frustrating for me when, when things happen that I didn't know about and I gotta jump into some fire that I wasn't prepared for that day, but that happens. That's that's business. It is business. <laughs> <laughs> it's work, right? That's why it's called work. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's tell our audience, Ben, how did you get involved with Dubai's Daughter, our organization? What made you become a sponsor for us? So I guess it was about, I guess about three or four months ago now, um, you know, we began talking. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Mon's husband works for Acceleration. He's been with us for several years. Kyle is also a founder of, of the organization. And Iman had reached out. Uh, we were just talking about different things that she was she was doing or thinking about, and we ended up kind of you know working or not working, but took, you know talking through the the concept for Dubai's daughter. And uh, I really like it. I mean, I really think that 
you know, the programs that you're looking to pull together are, are needed. I think it's a way to help certainly young adults prepare. I think it's a way for companies like ours to give back to the community and to help, you know, individuals. I mean, I had, in, I had an internship um, and a lot, you know, it's, it's hard to just walk into the business world without any sort of guidance on the soft skills on how you should act and how you should treat your coworkers and how you right. should treat the process. You get a job at Baskin Robbins, okay, how hard is that gonna be? You know, I have to scoop the ice cream or, or pour the coffee, but it's more than that. You know, you have to be professional. You have yes. to show up on time. You have to report your time. You have to take the training classes that they want you to take on time. You know, a lot of those skills, I don't, I don't think there's any place for people to learn them unless somebody them or unless they're in a program like this and yeah someone needs to take time and and teach our youth because they're our future and mm -hmm. the way things are going right now I mean, the social issues that we have going on the coronavirus that we have going on the the schooling at home and all of that i mean it's a lot it's a lot for for anybody but it's definitely a lot for our, our younger generation so what we want to do is just provide this extra boost for them, you know, give them something else. Uh, and this is very important because you're gonna be going into the corporate world soon. You can't just go into the corporate world the way that you are or not knowing you know, this is expected of you. So that is what our programs are designed for, to keep these in. We're dealing with 15 year old, 15 to 17 year old females. So. Um, and it's not like a secretarial thing, like back in the 50s, we're not doing that. We just want them to get a good jump on um, on everything. They, they need all the help that they can get right now. Absolutely, and, and yeah. I think there, there's like, there's, there's nothing bad that could possibly happen about attending uh, one of your programs. I mean, it's, it's, there's not, there's no program that someone's going to come to and say, I knew everything that they talked about. <laughs> yeah, you know, no. I think there's always ways for us to get better and learn. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about, you know, your progress and where you're going and, you know, looking forward to get some more, getting some more volunteers to, you know, help us with curriculum and a lot of the communications that you need to to document and you know and then moving forward to to get some additional sponsors certainly when when the time is right we're going to open up some internships at acceleration i look forward to doing that thank you um, yes yeah and so um i know that we're gonna you're gonna present to our company next week about your mission and your organization and different types of volunteer opportunities so i'm happy as a sponsor to give to give you that platform and uh, just really, really looking forward to, to what comes next. Um, I, I like your passion. You know, entrepreneurs like to be around other entrepreneurs because it's kind of like, we all have the same blood and sweat and tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it's fun to share those stories with people that either have the same experiences or are about to go through those experiences and, and you feel like you can, you can help them along the way. And, you know, there's going to be some successes and, you know, you're going to run into some walls, you know, and you're going to have to figure out how to get around them and, and over them and it's, you can't go through them. Right. So that's just part of life. But, you know, I, I'm, again, I'm, I'm just excited for what you're doing and, and uh, happy to be a part of it. 
I am so grateful to you. I mean, thank you for all of those wonderful compliments. I am I'm, I'm nervous. Of course I'm nervous, but I know that this is something that needs to be done. And I know that I'm a person that can do it. And um, I have a, an excellent team behind me, my husband, my daughter, you, of course, my mentor. And uh, I, I'm just looking forward to sharing all of the information that I have with you all. And thank you so much for opening your doors for the um, internships in the future. So we, we appreciate that. Definitely. Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening to our um, podcast with Ben Levenbon. And he's a, such a wonderful, pleasant guy. I mean, he's such a business person, but he's taking time out of his busy, busy Saturday to um, to speak with us and, the, you know, let you all know that business owners are looking for exactly what we're teaching in our program. So thanks again, Ben. Please listen to our podcast um, on uh, Device Daughter. We're on five different platforms and uh, our website is devisedaughter.org. So please check out the website. We look forward to speaking with you guys next time. Thank you. That's great. Thank you a lot. Have a good day.